0: join my family as we unleash your unique genius and find the connections you need to launch your adventure today. Join us and let's get Amplified. Welcome, Apple family. I'm your host, Michelle Abraham. I am here today with a the behind-the-mic interview. Today, I'm joined by the host of the Middle Class to Wealthy podcast, Helena Janan. So Helena has been the host of the Wealthy Middle Class to Wealthy podcast for the last little while, and she has really created... movement for it so i want to read you a little bit about about the movement so the middle class the wealthy is a movement formed to enlighten and empower for the purpose of helping people strategically build wealth so i love that helena welcome to amplify you podcast and thanks for joining us today Thank you for
1: having me. I really appreciate it.
0: You're welcome. So we had the pleasure of meeting just recently at PodFest and that was great. We were in a breakout room together and we got to chatting and I just love what you're up to. So tell us a little bit about why you started uh, your show. Um, so really to create awareness around the troubles that we
1: have as a, as the masses around finances. Mm-hmm. So um, 78% of people within the United States are living paycheck to paycheck and people don't have savings. People can't afford emergencies. So we're really in a bad state. And I started to wonder why, like things that are going to happen in life have been happening to us, you know, over time, whether it hits every family or not, historically, historically, things are going to happen. And so why aren't we being prepared? You know, we don't learn stuff in school. We don't learn certain information in school, right? And so we're not being prepared for life. So everything we do is more reactive than proactive. Mm. And so I started kind of deconstructing what life really is, where we really fit into all of this. And we just need to move to a more proactive model. Mm -hmm. Because if one person can be wealthy and successful and live a great life, why can't everyone else, you know, and so, so I decided enough is enough. Let's get to work. I love it.
0: I love it. Because you're so right. If one person can do it, why can't the rest of us do? And it reminds me of like that four-minute mile, right? Before the record was broken, no one thought a four-minute mile was possible. soon as it broke, so many people have also done the four-minute mile, right? Like it's just one of those mindset things, I think. So what have you come to kind of like discover in this journey about what the heck is happening out there? (laughs) So the biggest thing is mindset.
1: And I think that what perpetuates um, the mindset that we currently have as the masses is our educational system. So here in the United States, our educational system is designed to create a workforce. So um, when I deconstructed everything, what it looks like is um, the government is self-sustaining. We're taxed for everything that we do. And it incentivizes big business because that's where everyone goes to make their money. It incentivizes big business so that they can get access to our purse ring. and so um, so everyone sees their angle except for the individual. And so, look, you know, no business will exist if there are not consumers, there are three parts to business. There is product and or service. There is distribution and consumers. And if you don't have one of these three items, you have no business. And so we make up a large percentage of society. So middle-class here in the United States is uh, 52%. And then lower income is another 19%. That's 71% of our society, but we're doing all of the work and businesses are really recycling their money through our communities because it's just an investment for them. So now we do all of the work, we pay for everything, and we can barely make ends meet. So it all comes back to mindset. As a demographic, we already work together. And we work together, we have created empires, infrastructure, businesses, wealth, and we do this every day, but we do it for someone else's benefit.
0: Interesting perspective, yeah. And you really <laughs> you look at it, it's like, why are we so blind to that, right? Like what is happening like that? We're not, we're not, we're not, a lot of people aren't realizing that that's what's happening, right? And you know, I just was, in the, was in the nutrition industry um many years ago and i remember like our nutrition um teachers telling us you don't need you don't need dairy dairy is not a necessity you do not need it to build your bones you do not need it for calcium in fact there's more calcium in broccoli And I remember looking around the grocery store, I was like, damn, they're good at marketing (laughs) because they've convinced us all that we need it. And oh my gosh, if we all stop drinking milk and stopped using dairy products, that whole industry would go sideways, right? (laughs) It's just crazy when you think about, you know, the the theories around, like, oh my gosh, yeah, crazy. And
1: I'm glad that that's the example that you used because from a small child, we've been been fed all of this information and so we grow up believing this and so it's the same concept as a child we go off to school we believe that we're being prepared to live this life as long as we work hard we'll get the prize and
0: no, that's not how life works. <laughs> I, I remember sitting at the uh, a network marketing meeting one time, and they had this 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 slide popped up on the screen, and I will never forget this slide. It said, "The American Dream: Go to school, get a job." make enough money to save to retire. I was like, "What?" I'm like, "No, no, 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 that's not what I signed up for." And you know, as a Canadian, I can say like the the American dream is like also the same the same dream we're fed in Canada too. You know, it's the same sort of thing and I was just like, "Oh my gosh, I'm so glad I learned at a young age like, that is not for me. Like, that that made me want to throw out that slide. I was like, that sounds horrible. You know, and mm-hmm. then, you know, you wonder why so many people when they're about to retire, they have a heart attack and die. And it's like, oh, like, that's not the way of living. Like, that's not, you got to live now. Um, and I just love what you're, you know, bringing to light over here as far as the wealth goes, because, so, but mostly Canadians are also one paycheck away. I think it was like third, over 30 percent of i forget the statistic now but i remember reading a statistic that was scary like so many canadians are one paycheck away from being in poverty so it's you know the same up here in across the border uh it's a dangerous situation yeah and you know
1: you mentioned retirement here we have a an affordability crisis so even while we're working right so we have affordability crisis mm-hmm. we have a savings crisis a debt crisis and a retirement crisis so when in our life are we going to get it right and we only live one life mm-hmm. so do we want to get to the end and hope that that 401k performed the way we thought it was going to perform and we'll live happily ever after in our golden years. And they've raised the age for retirement on top of it. I think it's like 67 now.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, we were told in Canada that, you know, whatever retirement pension we're paying into all these years of being an employee that actually by the time, like our generation retires, it's not going to be there anymore. So it's like we're paying into something that's not even going to be there anymore. So I mean, I've always been an entrepreneur. I think I had only a few jobs that were I was an employee at, and I I am thankful every day to have chosen this route instead. Um, And I think for mostly because I can, you know, we can have a better life as a family and not live in that crazy like cycle of like paycheck to paycheck, which is just insane. So what do you think Helena is like the solution? What are some of the things you guys talk about on your podcast? that are some solutions to this, like the crazy situation we have going in North America.
1: Um, putting your money to work for you. So I will say that, yes, we, we can leverage our current jobs, whatever that is, Mm -hmm. whether you're self-employed, employed, employed, whatever the case is, however you get your money, you have to be strategic with that money, Mm -hmm. but it's a mindset issue that we have because here, um, I don't know if you've heard the saying, but, uh, keeping up with the Joneses, Mm -hmm. so, we spend a lot of our money and we're not we're we're spending it with no return.
0: You get what I mean? Yep, that's, and the jeans and the sunglasses and the cars and the <laughs> Yep. We the love stuff wealthy, that d- depreciates. <laughs> the, second, the second you walk out of the store that's not valuable anymore. <laughs> Absolutely. So first we need a mind a mindset
1: shift. We need to establish better habits and Those habits are going to be around growing ourselves and our understanding of what money actually is, how it works. It is a resource. That's it. It It's a resource, just like
0: anything else. And it's a Um, renewable resource. Say it again? It's a renewable resource. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It replenishes itself. (laughs) Yeah. Putting
1: it to to work and then uh, establishing those savings, fixing that credit. And then uh, raising capital to put that money to work for you, right? And we want a return on our consumption because like I said, we play a major part in business. So we're faced with COVID right now and a lot of stores, retail and travel um, are having to restructure. So a lot of companies have filed for bankruptcy. Um, Today, I just saw an article that Lord & Taylors, who has been in business for 195, 94 years, is going out of business. Why? Because they are dependent on consumers. Everything, like the whole system is dependent on consumers. So consumers need to be smarter about what they are doing. Everybody else, you know, they're focused on their returns, their cash flow. You get what I'm saying to you? Mm-hmm. And so they're looking at profitability. Why aren't we? Mm-hmm. And so that's what we need to do. We need a mindset shift.
0: Mm-hmm. How are you suggesting people, um, you know, see, make their money work for them? Are there some, some, some ways that you found to be like really successful for you?
1: So um, I, have, I have, well, I, built, I joined the Wealth Building Network, mm-hmm. but we, we, we do partnerships. Mm-hmm. So we've, we've partnered with a supplier who com, 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 uh, we leverage their compensation plans. And mm. so now when we do our purchasing, mm. not only like, so the only thing the supplier cares about is that they are making their numbers. You know, and, and the funny thing is during COVID, um, Jeff Bezos increased his wealth by billions of dollars <laughs> and has increased their, their wealth by billions as well, right? And the reason why is because they focus on necessities, mm-hmm. right? So the things that you're going to use anyway. And so what we've done is we've partnered with a supplier. The supplier only cares that they're going to sell their product, whatever that is. And so we need to use the products. Mm-hmm. So we we make sure that we meet those numbers through our consumption. And um, we've, we've built the company strategically, our partnerships strategically so that we're benefiting we can maximize on our compensation
0: as opposed
1: to you know competing with each other because I feel like we all build these small little businesses and there's nothing wrong with small business that is not what I'm saying but we build these small businesses but we compete with, it, with each other you know what let the big businesses compete with each other as a demographic, we need to work together and be strategic so that not just one of us are winning, we are all winning. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And joining together and uh, creating partnerships and joint ventures. I mean, we doing that in the online space too, in like the space that I work in, in like the podcasting and the coaching space. I mean, just as a great example of that, I have a book. A uh, coach who's sending clients to us because they're gonna record their audio books and make it into a podcast, and then other way around. We're sending clients to her because they want to write books from their podcast. So, you know, no matter what business you're in, I think you can really leverage those partnerships and, you know, collaborate. I mean, collaboration is such a huge thing right now. We need to be collaboratively working together so that we're all benefiting instead of like competing. And I totally agree with that. Absolutely. Yeah. And and I
1: think you've already done it with Amplify You. Like you said that, you know, you've launched... How many 100 and some podcasts in the past
0: 18 months, and it's it's about collaboration. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Because then, when when we launch a show, then we are they're out there and talking about their products and services in the world, and we're able to refer people to them. They're able to refer people to us, and actually. And the funny thing is, is that we've, we've actually considered becoming a, like a referral only, or like a hidden kind of business where like, you have to have a secret code to get into like the website or something. Because, and we laugh about this my, my brother and I thought about doing this last year because our website, my, my website has been down for about two months and it was like, it was an emergency situation where I needed to get it back up and running. And then I was like, do I, and I'm like, well, I'm just going to test out and see, like, do I actually need a website right now? Mm-hmm. And, um, it may have not got me some speaking engagements. But other than that, I mean, we had our one of our best months ever in July just recently. So I'm like, see, you don't need a website. And so it's funny. I just encourage people who are out there thinking that they need to get a website and they get all their ducks in the row first before they even get going in a business. Like that's total BS. They could just get going. It's a bowl it. it. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. So you guys gotta right. Building relationships is where the business is at. Absolutely. Leveraging each other's like, you know, products and services. And especially if they're the necessities, right if you can start buying necessities like I was I used to buy my like laundry detergent and dishwasher stuff and toothpaste and stuff that are necessities all from a company that was a healthy product that was a good option and it was a lot cheaper than buying it out the store or retail right for the garbage and putting more money into the big pockets I already have them I already have my money right
1: <laughs> and especially if they're now going to pay you. Imagine having a partnership with Target. And, you know, Target is now compensating you for bringing them customers. Yeah. Wouldn't that you know, be nice. Wants, everybody wants, sustainable income. They want it repeatable. They want it predictable. They want it scalable. You know, you don't want to have to worry about your money. And that's why, like, all of these businesses, if you look, if you, let's say, look up a couch on the internet, now you're in your email. And the couch that you were looking at is following you. You're on Facebook, the couch is there. You know, and the thing is like they're constantly marketing to you because not your number. <laughs> they need your they need your, cons- your consumption. You get what I'm saying to
0: Totally, yeah. I Even think to the point where when you're talking to someone on the phone about something and then it starts popping up, that's really creepy. <laughs> Don't you think?
1: <laughs> it's 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 the um it's the end of-
0: Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I always think that you know the Apple Play or the Google Play or whatever. That, stop listening. <laughs> I heard a horror story once where they uh a, a couple was talking about they're like they're they need new carpets or whatever, and like the, the Google Play had like typed out and like cu- listened transcribed their conversation and emailed it to the guy who does their carpets. <laughs> so, like, holy moly, that's scary. <laughs>
1: Well, you know, it's funny, they just had, a, uh, and I know this is not about them, but they just had um, uh, um, hearings with all of the big tech. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, I felt bad for them because I, initially I thought it was just about their size. And I'm like, you know, if you, if this is free enterprise, it shouldn't be about their size, but it wasn't just about their size. It was some of their practices. And then uh, they yeah. <laughs> they couldn't guarantee security around certain things and this other behavior that they've done. So anyway, but- Yeah, scary. (laughs) Spending our money with, and that's who we're making wealthy. And so that's the model we need to move away from is, okay, you know what? I have no problems spending my money with you.
0: Oh, well, what's in it for me? <laughs> uh, we really, um, we were having a conversation about this on another podcast that I host in the parenting space. And we're having this conversation around like having a conversation in your family about what's important, right? Like, is it important to have the jeans and the sunglasses and those things that don't really provide value, uh, really, other than that pure enjoy getting them, you know, feeling cool and we're looking good in them or whatever. But like, is that what we want to spend our money on? Or is it like a a vacation or um, being able to live somewhere that's a little bit more, you know, a better lifestyle or like, what are those important things that we, changes we can make in our, in our, um, in our lives to like spend the money in the places that matter more and, you know, take nice trips, you know, now while you're working and you're young and you can enjoy it rather than when you're in a wheelchair later on in life and can't, you know, enjoy it. So, you know, what are, you know, some of those things I think are important conversations to have in your home too, with your family, uh, before you really even get started. Right. So
1: what if you got paid on the purchase of the jeans, the sunglasses, for this, for that, you get what I'm saying to you? Yeah. Because you know what, it's nice to have nice things, yeah, but Um, I agree with you to have a more fulfilled life is more important. And so if I can have both, great. But if I can't, I want the more fulfilled
0: life. Yeah, I, but I like the idea, though, of the things that you do buy and those purchases that are not going to be necessary, fulfilling, other than just pure vanity. Then if you can get a return on those, then that's good. But if you can get a return on your travel, too, that's great, too. I was in, I was in a networking marketing company once that was all about travel. And that was great because you got inexpensive vacations and to me, that was great. <laughs> that's what, I guess. That's where my value is—is is traveling and seeing the world too, right? It is. I just talked to someone from India, mm-hmm. and we were talking about
1: that very same thing. And we were so I asked him, "Had he been to India?" He said, "I'm sorry, had he been the U.S.?" He said, "No." I think he asked me, "Had I been to India?" And I said, "Not yet." And so we talked. I said, "Like I want to travel the world. I want to learn different cultures, have different experiences." Mm-hmm. And it, it dawned on me that we're so tied to the desk. We're working to provide somebody else's um, profits that we don't get the jet set,
0: but they do. Yeah. Bingo. <laughs> so time to, time to come up with a really cool business idea, make lots of money so you can travel the world with your family, whenever you like and make your money make, work for you. <laughs> right? That's our goals. I think goal. <laughs> we're all on the same page. I like it. Oh, that's so awesome. So Helena, can we uh, send our audience over to you? Where can we find out more information about you working with you and about your podcast? Um, I think the best place to
1: go is to my website, middleclass2wealthy.com because everything is there. Um, my Instagram, Facebook group, um, Twitter, YouTube, my phone number, my email address. And if I don't have answers for you, I will definitely get you answers. Because um, I do believe that um, not just information is power, but being able to connect the dots. You get what I mean? Because I think that there's a lot of information available. And I think that we need to apply what we learn. Um, No one is limiting our ability to have, but... How do we connect the dots how do we make that information that we have now work for us
0: yes i love that and on that note amplify you family make sure you go check out middleclass also check out helena's um, podcast as well and until next time start thinking about what's important to you and what your value is and what do you value most and how you can make your money work for you all right until next time thank you so much helena for being with us today
1: Thank you. It was great being
0: here. I appreciate it. All right. Until next week, guys, take care. And if we loved what you said, what we said today resonated with you, please go and give us a review. We'd love to hear from you as well. All right. Take care and talk to you soon.